welcome to today's live where we're going to be talking about how do you get what you want in your life and in this live today i want to focus on this one idea and in fact if i had learned this one idea from day one i feel i probably would achieve success faster so this is why i have to share it with you guys today uh, what is that one thing uh this this idea today is about why you shouldn't make it about the money. You see, what's happening today, and you might be experiencing this, we go on social media, we, saw, we see all the glitz and glamour, and we start making all of our decisions based on money. So we're gonna hop into that today. We're gonna have a great discussion about it. So if you're joining us live on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you have a question, uh, you want me to answer what you could do is go over to YouTube hit the zoom link and You can get on zoom with me and I'll answer your questions uh, If you're joining me on TikTok live right now, make sure that you are uh, Follow me on TikTok, of course <clears throat> So where do we start? Where do we start? Let's let's start here. Hello How are you? I think you're still the moderator, right? Yes, you are. Perfect. Good morning, baby. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So let me get my stuff straight here. This is going to be a good one today. This is going to be a good one. So if you're just joining, you, you might want to take out your notepad today, put on your listening ears, and, and just get get ready to receive some some information that can change your life. You see, what's happening right now is there are so many things in the world that are distracting people from the truth. You want to know what the truth is? You are the truth. You are the answer that you're seeking for. Now, listen, I, this is not a play on words. It really is facts. Like the answers are all inside of you. Now, I'm here to help you guide you so you can discover those answers for yourself. And my expectation is in today's live, you will actually get something that turns on a light switch for you uh, that pushes you in the right direction so you can get what you want in your life. But where I want to bring our attention to today is this idea called why you should not make it about the money. I can't tell you how many times I've been coaching someone or I've been speaking to someone and their number one concern is money. Now, let me give you a little story so this kind of makes sense and, and why you shouldn't make it about the money and what you should be making it about because everybody's trying to get what they want in life but it's only about the money that's what they're focusing on they think the money is going to help them get everything that they want in their life now will money help you get a lot of things of course there's no question about it but a lot of the things that you're seeking really has nothing to do with money you'll find this out uh towards by staying here and watching this live today you'll realize man i why do i keep making everything about money and you'll realize you don't need money for most of the things that you're asking for, most of the things that you want to get in your life, 
You don't need money for that. You'll see. So who should be listening to this? Right? Who's the right person for this message today? Well, let's go through it. If you're struggling with your money right now, you definitely should be listening. You should sit down, stop what you're doing. Um, if you've tried to manifest a lot of money or set financial goals and you haven't come close to them, you're going to want to listen. Uh, and simply, if you want to live a more abundant life, you're going to want to listen. Because what you're going to get out of this, again, uh, is very, very powerful. Now, when I was a teenager, when my mother died, all of the whole family split and went their separate ways. Now, one of the crazy things here that happened uh, during the course of all that was that she left a lot of accounts for her grandkids and her daughters and cousins and stuff like that. So I guess what happened was she had her insurance policies. This is my mother, by the way, who passed away in high school. She had her insurance policies. And um, having said all that, once she dies, then the executor of her estate can claim all those insurance policies, pay whatever needs to be owed, et cetera, et cetera. Well, here goes the story. The story goes like this. The daughter that was in charge of her uh, estate um, claimed all the insurance money like she was supposed to um, and also um, went through all of the accounts, redrew all the money, and she went through accounts that belonged to other people in our family and took all the money. And one of the accounts that she was not able to take uh, was account with my name on it. And I don't know why that is. I still don't make sense of it today. But here's the point. Um, the account had $10,000 in there. She called me up six months prior talking about, hey, um, I have some mom left you some money. I'd like to uh, help you get some money so you can get a car. And I was like, huh, really? And I felt like this was already fishy because she'd already bailed on me prior, you know. And when I say bailed on me, I'm saying that I was I was living in California. Everybody else lived in like Chicago and Texas and Louisiana. So after our mother died, they all left. And so nobody was really there. Anyways, so she calls me and she says, yeah, there's $5,000 left in this account that, that mother has. Well, I ended up telling her no. Because why do I need her to access an account that has my name on it? Why would I do that? It didn't make any sense. So anyways, um, I didn't at that time when she told me that there was $5,000 in that account, I didn't know what what was the amount really. Well, come to find out the amount in that account was $10,000. So this lady was trying to hustle me. She was trying to hustle me for $5,000. So if you're just joining, what are we talking about today? The steps you should be taking to get what you want in your life and what we're going to start uh, and today, what are we focusing on today is why you shouldn't make it about the money. And I'm sharing a story with you right now. So my mother passed away in high school. She left accounts uh, to all of her grandkids and her, her children or whatever. My account had her name and my name on it. So the executor of her estate cannot just take the money out. They needed my signature. This is why my sister called me at that time was like, hey, you know, 
mom left you money. It's $5,000. Can I help you get it? My intuition was like, no, this doesn't make any sense. Well, six months later, that company who owns the account calls me and says, hey, uh, you need to update this account because your mother is deceased. I was like, all right, well, how much is in it? They're like $10,000. So this lady was over here trying to hustle me for $5,000. Okay, so that's one. Two, when I did get the $10,000, my other sister, because and I'm not going to, because this might take a little long, so I'll make it as short as possible. So when my mother died, I went and lived with my friend on his couch because I couldn't stay at the house anymore. Like it was hectic. No one was getting along. It, it was just all bad. So my senior year uh, and a little bit after my senior year in high school, I was staying on his couch. Well, I came back home after that when I got back from um, uh, the second part of basic training for the military, to keep it simple. Um, I came back and started living at that house again because I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Well, while I was living there, I was only living there for probably, I don't know, eight months at the most. Well, when I get to $10,000, you know what my sister, my other sister says? She's like, hey, um, since you've been living here and since you turn 18, I've been calculating everything that you owe. You owe money for the lights. You owe money for the water. You owe money for the gas, all the food that you've been eating. She says, you owe me $2,500. So she knows I just got this $10,000 and now she's haggling me for $2,500, right? So because I don't know any better, I give her the money. I was like, fine, take the money. That was the last domino that planted a negative idea in my subconscious mind when it comes to money. Meaning from that day on, my attitude towards money was here, take it. Here, take it. Here, take it. So, you know, um, hold on, guys. Let's see here. All right. Sorry about that, guys. So anyways, my attitude towards um, money became uh, someone who was like, I don't want nothing. Don't give me nothing. Don't ask me for no money. I won't ask you for no money. Why? Because I was already exposed to two traumatic situations around money. And I didn't even tell you the third thing about it, uh, which was when my mother did pass away. She wanted to be buried in Texas. We were in California. Well, the summer before she passed away, like, let's keep this simple. Uh, I went to basic training for the military. So I was 17, went to basic training for the military. Well, I made about, I don't know, somewhere around 5000 or $6,000. I didn't spend any of it. I just saved that money for the military. Well, come to find out, they asked me, the family, hey, uh, can you pay a certain percentage to help us get to Texas, pay for the gas? And pay for some of the funeral expenses again guys i didn't know any better i was 17 who knows any of that information right so i was like sure it's my mother here's the money so not only did i give them somewhere around three thousand dollars for the funeral they tried to hustle me for five thousand dollars then my sister was successfully in getting twenty five hundred dollars out of me so through those three situations i started my 20s off with bad money beliefs i started my 20s off with bad credit because the money that I gave them was supposed to be used to pay off my military credit card that I had. And again, no one taught me about credit and I'm not going to go down that road either, but I digress. The point here is that 
I'm starting my 20s off with no money uh, because they took it all, basically. Uh, bad credit. Well, they didn't really take all my money, but they took some of it. Um, bad credit. All because I just didn't know any better. Now, why am I telling you this story? Because maybe you're that person today where you had somebody hustle you for money when you were younger. And because that happened to you, you have a certain belief about money today. It might have been that your parents never had enough and you guys barely made it by. I mean, I remember when I was living in Texas, when my mother had breast cancer, I had to go live in Texas. I remember my other sister, the sister I was living with, she couldn't even keep the lights on. There were days we didn't even have any food. So, you know, I grew up during my teenage years around people who were terrible with their money, try to hustle people with their money. So I formed these bad money beliefs. That's exactly what happened to me. So why am I telling you this story? Because you might be able to tell this story about yourself. There might be something about you where this has happened to you. Where somebody had tried to hustle you for your money. Yeah, we're, we're going a little deep here, people. Why is that? Why are, why are we going deep? Well, it's very simple. You're not going to get what you want in your life, especially when it comes to money, if you don't clean up your relationship with money. Which is why the idea today that we're talking about is why you should not make it about the money. You shouldn't make things about money. But people do. People do. And it causes problems all the time. If you're just joining me, I'm live on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. In about, I'd say, 20 minutes from now, you guys can hop on Zoom with me. If you guys have some questions you want me to answer or coach you through, hop on. If you're joining me on TikTok, make sure that you follow me as well. So anyways, don't make it about the money. What does that really mean? That means if you know you have a bad relationship with money, stop making everything about money. Because every time you make something about the money, you trigger that limiting belief and the resistance that you have. And what happens? You push the money away from you. It's kind of like you're trying to force something to happen. Well, what happens? When we force, it negates. So what I would do uh, in my 20s, every time I got money, it was gone before I even got it. I just found ways subconsciously to burn the money. Because I hated money. So as soon as money comes into the account, it's gone. A lot of people are living like that today. and They, they don't even know that's what, what's happening. It's happening because in your subconscious mind, you have something called a belief system. And when you believe that you don't deserve the money, if you believe you're not worthy of money, or you believe money is bad, or bad things happen when you get a lot of money, that belief will express itself unconsciously through your actions. So when you get money, it's gone already. When you get money, you try to pay everything for everyone. And you put yourself in bad spots. See, there's a difference between paying something for someone um, because you got the money versus 
spending your last dollar that you need for your rent, but you're spending it on other people who really can't give you that back. Right. Like that, that's just doesn't make any financial sense. Why do people do that? They feel guilty. They subconsciously have bad money beliefs. And so how are you going to get what you want in your life if you don't get your money right? That's the real question here. This is this is eye opening today, guys. I'm telling you, this is this is going to impact a lot of people today. It doesn't matter where you are, what your currency is. How are you going to live the life that you want if you don't get your money right? How do you get your money right? You got to fix your relationship with money first. How do you do that? Stop making everything about money. That's what people do. One of the things that I had a bad habit of doing when I was in my 20s was <laughs> I would just be looking at the price all day long. <laughs> I would never ask myself, is this what I really want? I wouldn't ask questions like that. I would just be like, how much does it cost? How much does it cost? Ah, oh, I can't afford that. So what happens? The same old results. Don't have the money. Because I think I was thinking like a person who struggles with money. See, when you say words like I can't afford it, I don't need it, like with an attitude, or we don't need all that, uh, it's coming from a place of lack. It's coming from a place of limiting beliefs. Like if you were thinking like the person who would have the things that they want in their life, you would never say words like that. Now, you might say, yeah, I have no interest in purchasing that today. But you wouldn't say like, oh, well, we can't afford that. Why would you even, you know, there's a difference in the energy. So anyways, I had a lot of bad things happen when it came to money because that's how I started my life off with. Out of my control, obviously, I couldn't control what my family decided to do. I couldn't control that. I just didn't know any better. But what could I control? I could start controlling the way that I responded to it, which took me a long time to start doing that. Didn't happen until I was 30. So my entire 20s, I was walking around operating with bad money beliefs. And it didn't matter how much money I made, it was gone. See, that's what everybody gets wrong is you can make a million dollars this year. But if you're not a millionaire and you don't have financial literacy, you're not going to have any money left over. Like, let's really talk here. Somebody could give you a million dollars, but if you're not on a self-image level and in your subconscious mind, if you're not already a millionaire, like you don't feel like one, you'll burn the money quickly because it's not who you are. This is why a lot of people who say they earn a lot of money doesn't mean they keep a lot of money or doesn't mean they invest it properly. Doesn't mean they are um, they have financial literacy. Doesn't mean that. We see this all the time with athletes. They're not millionaires. In their subconscious mind, they are not millionaires. They are still the uh, broke individual that came from the hood. That's how they see themselves. And they overcompensate by buying things they really don't need. They even overcompensate even more by buying everything for their homeboys, for their family, which makes sense. Like, wouldn't you buy something nice for your 
mom and dad? Absolutely. But outside of that, when you're buying homes and cars and jewelry for your friends who are never really there for you, you're just wasting money. But guys, why does that happen? It's because they're not a millionaire in their subconscious mind. That's why it happens. They don't think like a person who has sound financial literacy um, education. They don't understand financial literacy. What happens is they pick up the book. You guys hear me say this all the time. Most people will pick up a book. Move this out of the way. Download an audio. One time, skim through it, and then they say, oh, yeah, I read that book. But do you understand it? Most people don't understand financial literacy. Most people don't understand money. Most people don't understand limiting beliefs. They're operating in ignorance, which is why the results never change. So they make all this money over the course of their, of their career. And when they get out, when they retire, they don't have nothing left. It's, it's really fascinating. It's really fascinating. Now, there's another guy who has a similar problem. It doesn't matter who you are. Johnny Depp was the same way. This guy is not a millionaire in his mind. He was, he was a walking Hollywood celebrity who was broke. Why? He has bad money beliefs. He passed out his money all over the place, pay for things for everybody. Now, you can still do that, but in a very smart way, of course, which I believe he's finally got around to fixing that because he hired the right people. Why am I telling you guys all this? Because you're not going to get what you want in your life if you don't get your money right. You got to get your money right. You got to get your relationship with money in check. And I'm bringing up these different scenarios because it doesn't matter whether you're somebody like me who just had a family who was very greedy or you're an athlete who's about to get paid a lot of money or maybe you can understand somebody like a celebrity who's earning all these all these millions making movies but doesn't have any money. How does that happen? It happens because we have something called a subconscious mind. And inside your subconscious mind, you have a self-image. You have a belief system. And if you don't see yourself as a person who is smart with their money, a master of their money, if you don't feel like you're worthy of money, if you believe money is bad, you'll see that played out through your actions and then you'll see it in your results. So how are you going to get what you want in life if you don't get your money right? Why do you think so many people work nine to fives? They just don't know. They don't understand money. They don't understand there's multiple ways to earn money. They're thinking the only way to earn money is to get a nine to five. That's not the only way to earn money. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, amazing book to get. There are four ways to earn money, obviously. 
But I like to follow what Bob Proctor says, which is three ways to earn money. You can earn it doing a nine to five. You can earn it through investing. Or you can earn it through multiple sources of income, which is somebody who owns a business. All right. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Okay, if you're on TikTok, did you follow me yet? Did you share this live? Did you like this live? All right, let's let let's get it out there. Come on now, people need to hear this. People need to hear that you got to stop making it all about the money, especially if you don't even have a great relationship with money. Because every time you make something about the money, you're coming from a place of lack. And that pushes the money away. It's quite a fascinating concept. I don't think most people are aware of that. People are not aware that their belief system, their subconscious mind is what's controlling their ability to earn money. You see, you could have you grew up in a family that were, they worked 40 years and got a retirement. So that's what you know. Oh, I got to work 40 years and get a retirement. No, you don't. It's 2022. There are so many ways to earn money. So what's the point here, guys? The point is this. When I had those things happen to me as a teenager, to conclude the story, those things, because they were traumatic and during a traumatic period in my life, because my mother had passed away, I had developed or accepted bad money beliefs because my family was being greedy. So I formed the idea or the perception that money is bad. And that got planted in my subconscious mind. And so throughout my 20s, I acted that out by burning my money all the time, by not paying my credit cards and my car payment on time, by paying for everything for everyone. I remember I was living in Anaheim, guys. I was living in a condo that was $2,700. I think the utility was probably another $400. Guys, I was paying for a condo $3,100 a month. And two other people were living there and they weren't paying anything. I think they were paying for the food, but I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how bad I had it. You know, because I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to be in a position where somebody pays for something or, you know, I had to borrow money or something like that. I, no, no, no. I don't want no problem. So I'll just pay it. Well, the problem is, is when you're operating that way, you're not operating from a place of abundance. You're not operating from a, a place of strength and a, a master of your money. You're allowing the money to control you. That, this is what I was doing in my 20s. It was, it was quite fascinating. I was paying for it, everything. And by doing that, what happened? Uh, I had nothing to show for it because I spent all my money. Now, a lot of people in the military will do this, by the way.
because they don't have any financial literacy. They'll just burn the money. They get paid every 1st and 15th. I know I'm going to get paid this amount of money, so who gives a shit? And then you develop the habit of burning the money. Why? Because you're programmed to. Your parents are not financial literacy experts, so they never taught you. Most parents don't teach their kids about credit. Most parents are struggling. They're just b barely making it by. So how are they going to turn around and teach their kids anything? This is why I'm saying, how are you going to get what you want in your life if you don't get your money right? How are you going to be able to teach your kids about abundance? If you're struggling yourself. So where do you start? Where do you start? I'm sure you guys are waiting for that. Where do you start? Well, you got to start getting your relationship right with money. So step number one is you need to start auditing. What is my belief system around money? Why? Well, beliefs are step number five of the purpose blueprint process. This is the ebook and the course that I have in my profile that you guys can get that will help you get what you want in your life. It's a practical approach to manifesting. It's a ABC one, two, three, simple step-by-step -step process. And one of the steps is step number five called beliefs. You got to audit your belief system. You got to figure out what beliefs am I holding on to that's stopping me from getting what I want in my life. So this is why I'm saying stop making everything about money when you haven't even done the math yet. You haven't even checked in with yourself. Like, do I even believe that I can earn this money? Do I believe I'm even worthy of this money? Usually the answer is no on both accounts. So what we got to do is figure out what are my limiting beliefs? How do we do that? You got to look at the way that you emotionally react to things. I was just giving you guys the story. When I would see stuff that I wanted to buy, I spent 90% of my time looking at the price. And I started to say things like, oh, well, I can't afford that. I don't need that. I don't deserve that. Why? Why would somebody say something like that? Limiting beliefs. That's why. Limiting beliefs. That's why people say things like that. They believe in something that is limiting their potential. So you got to look at how you're reacting. You got to become self-aware. That's really what I'm trying to tell you right now. What are you being so triggered about when it comes to money? What are you getting so triggered about? What gets you so upset when it comes to money? This is the real conversation you got to have with yourself. Why do we need to ask ourselves this question? Because that's going to lead us down the path of discovering our limiting beliefs. 
we first need to look at our results. So if you're struggling with money, that is a result. Why? Well, how do you react when the bills come in? Do you get upset when you see the bills? Or, or are you appreciative? Are you appreciative? That's a good question, huh? That is a good question. When you see the bills come in, what is your first initial reaction? Is it anxiety? Is it doubt? Is it worry? Is it fear? Or is it gratitude? Now, I've been on both sides. I now am always grateful. But that wasn't that wasn't something I was doing previously. I mean, I used to get so upset about the bills. I don't do that anymore. Why? Listen. How are you going to get what you want in your life if you don't get your money right? How do you get your money right? You got to fix your relationship. If I'm over here complaining about bills, what does that say about my relationship with money? If money was a person and I've been spending all this energy and time in complaining about it, I'm complaining about another person, what does that tell the universe? It tells them that I don't appreciate the money. Why am I talking about gratitude? How does gratitude fit into all this? Because first, you need to understand what am I not grateful for when it comes to money? What's this negative belief that I formed when it comes to money? And you know you have a negative belief because all you have to do is look at your results. If you're struggling with your money and you can't pay your bills, that tells me everything or that tells you everything you need to know when it comes to your relationship with money. Whether it's your fault or somebody else's fault, it doesn't matter. It's what are you going to do about it moving forward? Step number one is you, you need to look at the results. What does the results tell you? If you're struggling with money, you know you got to do some work. Step number two is you need to become aware of what's getting you so upset when it comes to money. What are you being triggered about? What are you getting so triggered about? Are you the person that gets upset when the bills come in? Are you the person that uh, says, ah, we don't need all that? We don't need all that money. Are you the person that talks down on luxury brands? That's a good one. It doesn't mean you're going to buy their stuff, but why do you talk so bad about things that are worth money? Are you the person that hates on people who have a lot of money? I see that all the time, especially in comments on social media. Oh, this guy is just another scam. No, bro, you're the scam. 
you're scamming yourself because you're over here spending all this energy commenting on a video where someone clearly has 10x better results than you do. You're scamming yourself out of your life, the life that you're supposed to live. Especially in America. Like, do you honestly believe God wants you to be a bum on the corner? No. That's why he's given us everything we need to become abundant, to experience abundance in our life, to fix our bad money beliefs. He's given us the, the, the tools, but we have to do the job. He can't do the job for us. So one, you got to look at your results. Two, you got to look at how you are emotionally reacting to things. And if you're that person that's been hating or complaining about other people who earn money, you need to stop it. Because every time you're doing that, you're talking down on money. And if money was a person, they would stay the hell away from you, wouldn't they? That's exactly what happens to people. So once you understand what you've been emotionally reacting to, then you got to ask yourself, what am I believing in that's causing me to act this way? What do you believe in? Now, let's go back to this. Why was I emotionally reacting to my bills when I was in my 20s? Why was I so scared? To pay things on time. Why? Because I believe money was bad. I believe I didn't deserve it. Why is that? Because my family was very greedy. And that was my perception of what happened. Now, because I think a different way uh, today, I understand why they did it. One sister, she has a money problem. She's going to be greedy for the rest of her life. There's no way I could have stopped her from doing that. The other one, she was in a state of grief. She was just doing whatever she wanted to do, what she thought was the best thing to do. And because I didn't know how to stick up for myself or speak for myself, she wouldn't have known what she was doing was terrible or was a bad idea. She wouldn't have known that. She's ignorant. And by the way, things happen for us. So the way I appreciate money today has everything to do with because of what I went through. I don't take money for granted today like I used to because I already understand that it doesn't matter the cards that you're dealt. Sooner or later, you got to face it. Sooner or later, you got to man up or you got to step up. Stop making excuses and get your money right. Because here's the question, folks. How are you going to get what you want in your life if you don't get your money right? How do you get your money right? You got to fix your relationship with money. Step number one, look at your results. What do your results say when it comes to money? Step two, look at how you're emotionally reacting to things. Are you a hater? I'm calling you out. Do you hate on other people when it comes to money? Oh, why why, why does he drive in that car? I mean, no wonder money doesn't come to you because you're a hater. 
You got to stop it. Oh, and by the way, your friends are haters too because they'll be right there with you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't need the money. Or your parents still in your ear today trying to tell you, yeah, you don't need the money. Yeah, we didn't have to do that. I mean, if this pandemic has taught us anything, if you don't have your money right, oh, you're going to suffer. That's just the way it goes. The people who suffer the most when a crisis takes place in our economy are people who lack financial literacy and don't have their money right. When you don't have financial literacy, when you're not a master of your money and you don't have a great relationship with money, you get crushed when the economy uh, goes to crap. That's why people who are very good with their money and they have financial literacy, they flourish when the economy crashes. That's not by mistake. They understand money differently than most people. So number one, look at your results. Number two, look at how you're reacting to things. Uh, and then number three, what is it that you're believing in that's causing you to act that way? So I was believing that money was bad. I didn't deserve it, blah, 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 blah. That's what was causing me to act this way. So now that you've accomplished these three steps, what now? Well, now you have the understanding of why you keep doing what you've been doing with your money. Most people don't understand why they keep doing what they're doing with their money. They don't understand. They haven't taken the time out to ask themselves these type of questions. So they don't know what they don't know. So now that you know that, what should you start doing? Well, <clears throat> you got to start living with gratitude. So here's the thing that you got to do. Now that you've taken those three steps, you got to start living your life with gratitude. You got to stop making everything about money. A lot of you guys right now, you have a financial goal. It'll never happen because you have resistance around money. Well, what should I do, Devori? Well, stop making it about the money and start making it about what the money will give you. So if you had the money that you wanted, what would you be doing with your life? How would you act then? Focus on that. What would it do for your family, focus on that. Make those answers the goal, not the money. I'm, I'm giving you guys all of the tea here. So I really expect that you're writing this down and you're getting a lot from this. And by the way, this is in our Purpose Blueprint ebook and course that you guys can get uh, by going to my profile. And getting a copy. I'm sure I don't have to explain why you should decide to do that, because nothing's gonna make a nothing's gonna happen until you make a decision. It's the same thing with money. Your money's not gonna change until you make a decision, until you start thinking, feeling, and acting like the person who's in charge of their finances. 
That's why decision is so powerful. I read it all the time. So let's read it again. It's the repetition that causes you guys to start understanding what we're really talking about here. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark, mind you, this is in the 1930s, disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions fast and of changing these decisions slowly, if and when they were changed. Meaning people who earn a lot of money, they make decisions and they don't go back on them. People who fail to accumulate money, without exception, have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly, and they change these decisions quickly and often. So you make a decision to get your money right, but then tomorrow you go back on it. That's why you have a money problem. You've got to make an irrevocable decision. You've got to make a final decision that says, you know what? I'm no longer going to start. I'm, I'm no longer going to think like the person who keeps entertaining lack and scarcity. I'm going to make decisions from a place of abundance. I'm going to decide to get my money right. I'm going to do whatever it takes, whether that is fixing my belief system, that is upgrading my self-image, that is living more in alignment with my purpose in life, whether that is educating myself on financial literacy. I'm going to do whatever it takes. You've got to make a, an irrevocable decision. But here's what most people are going to do anyway. Even though I just read that, most people are going to do this. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally and easily influenced by the opinions of others. So you're going to let your family talk you out of it. You're going to let your friends. You're going to let your kids. You're going to let the people on social media talk you out of it. Because people who do that, what do they do? They permit the newspapers, social media, and their gossiping uh, acquaintances to do their thinking for them. Everyone has a flock of opinions ready to be wished upon anyone who will accept them. If you are influenced by opinions when you reach decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking, much less in that of transmuting your own desire into money. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, you will have no desire of your own. Close friends and relatives, while not meaning to do so, often handicap one through opinions and sometimes through ridicule, which is meant to be humorous. Thousands of men and women carry inferiority complexes with them all through life because some well-meaning but ignorant person destroyed their confidence through opinions or ridicule. I might have to read that again. Close friends and relatives while not meaning to do so, often handicap one through opinions and sometimes through ridicule, which is meant to be humorous at that time. Thousands of men and women carry inferiority complexes with them all through life because some well-meaning but ignorant person destroyed their confidence through opinions or ridicule. You got to make a decision. And you can't allow your friends, your family, your kids to stop you from making that decision and keeping that decision. See, before we even get into the strategy of fixing your money beliefs, 
You got to make a decision. Nothing's going to happen if we don't make a decision. Devore, I hear you say that all the time. Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> I used to ask the same question. What the heck did Bob Proctor mean when he kept talking about decision? Most people don't know how to make a decision. Decisions are only, sh they only show up in your bank account, in your calendar, your time, your energy. You didn't make a decision if you haven't spent any money. I'll tell you that right now. And again, well, it's too expensive. That's why you're stuck because you think that way. Oh, you mean I got to pay for it? That's why you're stuck because you think from a place of lack and scarcity. The money is here, okay? You'll always find the money for the things that you want. So just knock it off with the, I don't have the money. I can't figure it out. You've always figured it out when you needed the money. If you're watching me right now, you found the money to have the cell phone or the laptop that you're using to watch this. If you look in your house right now, you have things that you're not even using, but you found the money to pay for. So you always find the money for what you want. You always will. There's no question about it. The question is really, um, do you really want to fix your relationship with money? Are you ready to make a decision? That's why it doesn't matter how much financial literacy advice you get. It ain't going to make a difference if you don't make a, a decision. Most people, they don't make a decision. They don't. They don't spend the money. They don't spend the time or the energy in what they said they were going to do, which means they did not make a decision. I'm telling you, this this is life-changing stuff. This will literally change your life. If you learn how to make committed decisions, your life will change. And the first decision you want to make as it pertains to what we're talking about today, which is how are you going to get the things that you want in your life if you don't get your money right? You got to make a decision to get your money right. You got to decide, I am going to fix my relationship with money. That's what you have to do. I'm going to fix my relationship with money. And nobody is going to stop me. Not even myself. I'm going to follow through. I'm going to start thinking like that person. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Are you ready to make a make a, a decision? I hope so. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past when it came to money. It's it's irrelevant at this point. That's what I had to realize. I had to stop allowing what happened to me to make the excuse and justify my bad decision making. When it came to money, I had to take responsibility. I had to forgive my family. Some of you guys are probably wondering, well, whatever happened in the end? Oh, I have nothing against my family today. I'm very grateful that all happened because it really taught me a great lesson. It taught me more than what I could have learned in college. It taught me valuable lessons. I'm very grateful for it. 
And the thing about it is, I don't need to hate my family. I don't need to wish them ill will. They're doing that all on their own, through their own decision making. I wish them the best, but I don't have any qualms with them. You see, if you're going to have a better relationship with money, you got to forgive. You got to forgive the people who may have hurt you when it came to money. You got to forgive your parents for not teaching you about money. You've got to forgive society for trying to scam you left and right. You got to forgive and start making space for abundance in your life. You got to forgive. You have to do that. And then you got to start today making a decision to get things right, get things in order. And you just work it one day at a time. Work it one day at a time. Now, listen, if you really want to know how to get this done, then the purpose blueprint is where you need to start first. You need a plan that you're going to be able to follow to go from point A to point B. Point A is, oh, I don't have my money right. Point B is, I have my money right. You need a plan. You need to get clarity about the life you want to live. You need to change your mindset. You got to fix those bad money beliefs. You got to upgrade your self-image. You got to start acting like the person who's in charge of their money. And then you got to take the right action. And the right actions always come from getting the right mentorship, the right information from the right people, having accountability to make sure that you follow through. So if you've made your decision, then go to my profile and get the purpose blueprint. And if you're on YouTube, the link is in the description. Now, for someone who's still on the fence and haven't made a decision, um, you don't have to make a decision now. What if you just keep waiting and burning your money? What if you just keep doing that? What if you just keep doing what you've been doing? What then? I'm at, I asked the same question to myself, my clients, and I'm asking you. What if you just keep doing what you're doing? How will you ever get what you want in your life? You see, I don't have to convince you of anything. You're smart enough to do the math. One plus one equals two. But when you have bad money beliefs, one plus one ain't going to happen. It's not going to add up anymore because you're blocking what you desire. You're blocking the money that you want. It's self-inflicted. It's very encouraging to know that because that means you can change it. Good thing your ability to earn money doesn't have to do with anybody else. What if it did? Ooh. But that's what people believe. Oh, I'm only earning money. I'm only getting the money that I'm getting because of the company I work for. No, you're only getting the money that you're getting because that's your self-image. 
That's your belief system. You're programmed to earn the money that you're earning. The money doesn't come from the company. It comes through the company. The company's getting the money from somewhere else. It's not like the company's in the back printing out the money. The money is here. There is an abundance of money out there. So if you're thinking for a second you can't earn the money that you want to earn, you're absolutely ignorant. You don't understand. I'm just going to give you the cold, hard truth. You don't understand money. People who don't understand money say things like that. Now, don't worry. I'm going to give you a little education that's going to bring this entire training home right now. The law of compensation. Have you guys ever heard of it? The law of compensation. The money that you earn is always going to be in direct. Uh, let's see here. Sorry, guys. Okay. The money that you earn is going to be based on three things. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. So when you're sitting there and you're like, well, I'm not earning the money that I want because of my company, you're, you don't understand. So let me help you understand. You're earning the money that you're making right now because you don't understand the law of compensation. Number one is the need for what you do. Is what you're doing right now in your life, is it very valuable to, to somebody else? Is it solving a problem that is very valuable? Now, across the board, generally speaking, it is. Number two, which is what you have control over, is your ability to do it. How good are you at doing what you're doing? How good are you at solving that problem? Most people are mediocre at best. They don't study their craft. They're not working with experts. They're not growing. They're not trying to get to the next level of their ability. Why? Because they're programmed. This is why I'm telling you, bad money beliefs will stop you from getting better at your job. Bad money beliefs will stop you from improving your ability to solve a problem for other people. You'll just self-sabotage yourself is my point. So one is the need for what you do. There's always a need for what you're doing. Okay. Two, your ability to do it. How good are you at doing it? Are you one of the best? And three, the difficulty there is in replacing you. If you're one of the best, don't you think it's difficult to replace you? Well, Devorah, you don't get it. Like, my job is this. And, and okay, listen, let's put the nail in the coffin. Do you guys want to know why athletes and actors get paid so much money? Let's go through it again. Oh, uh, b by the way, I'm going to really shock you here. Why do cartel make so much money? Let's go through it. The need for what they do. Isn't there a need for drugs in the world? There's a huge need for that. There's a huge need for movies. And there's a huge need for sports. Okay, that's, that's done. The ability to do it. Last time I checked, cartels, they run one of the best businesses in the world. They're the best at what they do. Sometimes they're better than the, their own government. Actors. The top actors, they get paid the money. There's no question. They're great at what they do. Athletes, when they are the best in their position, they get paid the money. 
and the difficulty there is in replacing you. It's really difficult to replace a cartel boss. Wouldn't you agree? Not everybody can play that position. Not everybody could be Denzel Washington or Brad Pitt. Not everybody can be a Tom Brady, a LeBron James. So it's difficult to replace those people. That's why they make the money that they make. I mean, I can keep going all day with this. People don't get it. You don't need to be an angel to earn a lot of money in this world. People are earning money all different types of ways, doing stupid things, doing things that hurt other people. The law doesn't discriminate. Money does not discriminate. It doesn't care about your skin color. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Listen, you guys got to get the right information. This is why I do this stuff. People are operating in ignorance. They don't know. Like if you just follow those laws, you'll make a lot of money in your life. There's no question about it. So if you're that person that's looking at somebody else and you get into the hater mood, <laughs> you just don't understand. Though that person's following the law of compensation. Why do you think people on YouTube make so much money? The need for what they do, entertainment, their ability to do it, man, they can grab your attention. Their video editing is on point. Their storytelling is amazing. And it's difficult to replace people like that. Why? Because they keep people coming back and watching on the platform. That's why they make a lot of money. So instead of looking at those people and making excuses, why don't you start studying those people? Why don't you start studying the person who is great with their money? What can you learn from somebody who's great with their money? What can you adopt into your belief system? Your habits, your self-image. But it's not going to happen until you make a decision. It just isn't. You got to decide to think this way. I can't make you do it. I can't make you do it, but I could tell you exactly the way you should be thinking what I've learned. And it makes total sense. The need for what you do, your ability to do it and the difficulty there is in replacing you. It's what it's about, guys. And this is why I'm telling you, you shouldn't make it about the money. You got to make it about a higher mission in your life. You've got to have a strong purpose for why you're doing what you're doing. It can't just be about money. Money's not going anywhere, but the people around you are. So are you doing what you want to do because you truly love it and you want to impact other people? Or are you just doing it because you just want to get money from people? It never works when you have the attitude of just trying to get money from people. It literally stops you from improving your ability to be great at what you're trying to do. Because you're operating from a place of lack and scarcity. That's why you're just trying to get the money. It's like the hustler's mentality. There's a reason, there's a difference between a hustler and a businessman. There's a difference between being rich and wealthy. I think I'm going to stop it right there because 
I could just keep going. So let's dive into your questions. What questions do you have? Let's see what we are working with here. Let's see here. I'm going to paste the Zoom link in my YouTube video here. So if you've got a money issue that you're trying to get through mentally, uh, I'll answer a few people live here on Zoom. Don't know where that link is, go to the YouTube channel, click on the live video, and you will see the link in the description. All right. Let's see what we're working with here. Let me... Uh Let me help the people on YouTube. They'll appreciate this. All right, let's see. There we go. All right, there we go. So we'll put it over here to the right so you guys can see the comments that are coming in if you're on YouTube. All right. What are we working with? Ooh, we've got a lot of questions to get through. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Yep, I do still have a mutual relationship with my family. That is correct. I I am with someone like that. Can't hang on to a penny because they're so bad with it. Yeah, you need to have a heart to heart on that one, man. You either got they they really you only have three choices. One, you need to cut that relationship off. Two, you guys need to sit down and he needs to start making changes. And three, uh, maybe you need to be in charge of the money. Yeah, I, I, I see you guys are saying, I'm sorry you went through that, but you know what? I'm not, you know, these things happen for us, you know, you see when things don't go our way. There's a lesson to be learned every single time. There's a lesson to be learned. Uh, but people don't see it that way. They don't see it that way. Don't let money tear family apart. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's our mother's doing. She should have been smarter. Is my purpose providing for my family not enough? Um, 
I would say, yeah, I would say, no, that's not enough. Listen, you're here on this earth for a reason. It isn't just to provide for your family, by the way. Like, it's something bigger than that. Providing for your family is not a purpose. It's actually just a responsibility, you know, like that's it's implied. What you should do is find out what you love to do and get yourself in a position where you could be doing that. That would allow you to provide for your family at the same time. Now you're really happy. Hey, Devori, I'm in South Africa. Can you coach me? Maybe. We'll have to have a conversation, buddy. I don't know. I don't know if you're ready for coaching. But the only way to find out is by scheduling a life audit call, which you could do in my profile. What if you don't know how to budget? The answer is in the question, everyone. What if you don't know how to budget? The answer is in the question. Learn how to budget. That's like when people say, well, I, I don't have the money. Well, earn the money. Go get a second job. Save up the money. Then make the investment. The money is here. Got to be proactive. Got to take initiative. That's exactly why they should teach financial literacy in school. Absolutely. Uh, I have some investments in crypto. Please explain being a money master rather than a servant. Well, let's think about it. Let's think about it. A master is emotionally in control of themselves. A master understands what's required to get an outcome. A master does not make rash decisions. A servant would, though. A master does not look for instant gratification. Hold on really quick here. How's it going? All right, hello? You, you want to make sure that you uh, mute my voice in the background there. Can you hear me? Hello? All right, so if you guys join me on Zoom, you got to turn off the, uh, the live stream. You're, you're joining on Zoom, so just turn off the live stream, okay? Or muted or whatever. Uh, yeah, so continuing. 
How would a master think about their money? The answer is in the question. They think differently. They are in control. They're organized. They're disciplined. They don't operate from lack and scarcity. They operate from abundance. They understand what they're doing. That's how you become a master through understanding, understanding the basics. I, I mean, one of the biggest takeaways so far, guys, is if you're not learning any financial literacy, I don't know what you're doing. Like, just think about this for a second. There are so many people out there. I want to manifest more money, but you're not even educating yourself, dude. So you're going to manifest $200,000 and it's going to be gone within the next 30 days. Is that what you want? Or do you want to manifest $200,000 and be very smart with what you're going to do with it? Oh, nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody is telling you guys this. That is a lesson for you right there. You're sitting there asking the universe for all this money and you don't even know what you're going to do with it. And not only do you not know what you're going to do with it, but you don't even have the habits of somebody who knows what to do with the money. So what's going to happen? You'll get the money and you'll burn it. Now, that may, that, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Because if you manifest that amount of money, then obviously you have the experience of manifesting a lot of money and that's great experience. But if I could tell you, um, while you're working on manifesting all this money, I think you should definitely be educating yourself on what you're going to do with the money. If you had the money today, what would you do with it? Have you run the numbers? How much are you paying for tax? Do you know that? Oh, nobody wants to do that. But that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. That's exactly what you got to do. All right. So how do I change my thinking and gain financial literacy? Well, uh, two things. Two things that you need to do. You need to learn how to think for yourself. And I think the fastest way to get there is you need to get a mentor. I don't know if I could be that mentor from you for you unless I talk to you. I don't know if I can help you unless I talk to you. We may not resonate. So uh, you need to get a mentor. You need to get the right information. This is exactly what I teach my clients, how to think for themselves. Where did I get that information from? From Bob Proctor. He taught me to think for myself. And that's what I do now for my clients. Now, as far as financial literacy, I mean, there's so many people on TikTok teaching financial literacy. Uh, there's a good friend of mine. He should be a friend of yours. His name is Google.com. Google.com will never fail you. 
YouTube.com is another great friend of ours. Not being a smart ass, I'm just telling you that um, it's very simple. Don't make it complicated. Okay? Find someone who's an expert in financial literacy and just start doing what they tell you to do. And then get someone to help you with your money beliefs. It may be me, it might be somebody else, but you got to make, make a decision regardless. Let's see here. Uh, I believe I did complete my story. I'm not too sure what you mean. When do I go live? Usually I'm, I've been shooting for 8 a.m. But sometimes it's between 8 to 8.30. just depends. So uh, 8.30 is probably a better time. Book recommendation for kids. Well, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'd make your kid read that. That's everything you need. If you're talking about money. You should have a podcast. Well, this uh, live today will be on my podcast, meaning I'm going to I've already made the commitment to upload these to Spotify and iTunes. Guys, if you have questions, you want to ask me a question live on Zoom, go to my YouTube channel and click the link. Click the link. You don't have to show your face, so don't worry. I know some of you guys get a little overwhelmed. I feel like everything is so saturated, so it demotivates me to try anything. Well, that's because you have a poor attitude. What does everything being so saturated have to do with you making a decision to do what you're supposed to be doing? I don't care how, some, uh, how saturated it is. It's America. America is saturated. I'm glad it's saturated. More saturation, please. You know what that means? Abundance. See, I've been in business long enough to know the reality is this. There's never enough businesses. There's never enough people solving a particular problem. There's always a shortage. Why? Because even in a market that is saturated, half the people are shitty at what they do. So you really only have a small percentage of people actually solving problems for people. There's a huge shortage. What if you're emotion emotionally sensitive? Well, the answer is in the question. What are you doing about that? What are you doing about that? Are you going to change that? Guys, you have to understand, I'm not telling you anything I'm not doing myself. There were bills I had uh, when I was fixing my credit. Uh, I just wrote on the bill. I'm so glad I, I, I could pay this bill. 
Like, just start training myself to be grateful for it. What books do you recommend? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. I guess I should probably create a video and post it on TikTok that says my five book recommendations. <laughs> yep, the eat the rich crowd. Yeah, they, they're out there protesting against, against Elon Musk. He makes too much money. Well, what problem is he solving? His whole company, not one company, but multiple companies, by the way. Electric cars, just scratching the surface. Oh, we need to reduce our footprint. We need to be more eco-friendly for the environment. Then a guy comes along and figures out how to create cars in order to do that. And then you guys are over there hating on him on every step. That makes no sense. It's like, do you want somebody to figure it out or, or do you not? But he makes too much money. Guys, <laughs> it's, it's limiting beliefs. It doesn't make any sense. If anything, stop worrying about how much money he's making. Why don't you start asking yourself, how does he think that has allowed him to accomplish things like this? How does he make decisions? Why don't you learn that from him? Like if somebody can come from South Africa, uh, grow up in America, and become the richest person in the world. He's not even the richest person in the world, by the way. Um, but that's a whole other story. Um, but solve a problem that people thought were a joke oh you can't create electric cars and sell it for a profit okay you can't um replace nasa and actually reduce how much it's costing to launch satellites in the sky you can't do that well he did it you know how much money nasa was spending to launch people into space and satellites i mean it was a ridiculous amount spacex has reduced the cost of launching stuff into, um, let me decline that, launching stuff into space for a fraction of the cost. People don't have the facts. They don't have the story. They're operating with ignorance when they give their opinion on Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. They don't understand. Um, do you understand how big Amazon is involved in everybody's life today? That's why they make the money that they make. Money does not discriminate. It doesn't care. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Can you replace Tesla right now? No, you can't. Can you replace SpaceX? No, you can't. Can you replace Amazon? No, you can't. That's why they earn the money that they earn. Can you replace Apple? No, you can't. That's why they earn the money that they do. Uh, you, you guys got to get the right information.
What would you say to elders or handicapped people that need rides? I don't I don't understand what you're asking. What does that got to do with what we're talking about? I, I don't know what you mean. The toughest part is the decision. Yeah, could be. Or the toughest part is not making a decision. Who are you? All right, listen, bro. You're 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 finished. You're you're finished. Let's let's get you out of here. Let's just get you out of here. You're done. All right. Listen, you guys are going to leave comments in this chat. I'm not tolerating uh, BS. OK. Um, we, don't, we don't accept that over here. This is a live stream training. With the sole purpose of changing somebody's life, I take this stuff very seriously. You want to come in the chat. And start asking ridiculous questions. I'm going to get you out. Uh, the book I was reading was Think and Grow Rich. Uh, the chapter was on decision. Uh, I believe that's chapter eight in my book. There's different, obviously, uh, publications of Think and Grow Rich, but the one I have is chapter eight. Question, what le led you to Neville Goddard? Bob Proctor did. What would you advise to those who are trying to find their purpose in life? Well, I would definitely advise you to go to my profile on TikTok first and watch my pinned video on how to discover your purpose. Then step two, download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet in my profile and then fill out the cheat sheet. And then once you have that, then what you need to do is figure out what you're going to do with your purpose. And that is where the ebook and the course comes into play. And you can also get that in my profile. If you're trying to find your purpose, you need to work with an expert like myself. You need to get the right information. Is this the $37 one? Absolutely. Your hair looks amazing. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you mean. Thoughts on reality transurfing. So you're going to have to put it in. Golden Retriever language. Uh, ABC, one, two, three for me. I don't understand that. Thoughts on starting a business. Is that what you really want to do? I think starting a business is a great idea. It's the only way you're going to be able to create multiple sources of income. Now, you don't even have to be the owner of a business. You could be an investor in a business, too. You know, but I think when you get into entrepreneurship, it's the it's, it has no limits. If you work in corporate, there's a limit to how much you can get paid. Now, my thoughts on starting a business would be this. One, if you already have a job, keep it and use that money to invest in the business. And then get your business to a point where you can leave your nine to five. Make sure the business is solving a problem and the problem is something that you love to solve. That's another thing. You guys are out here trying to start all these side hustles and you have no passion in it. That's why you don't stick it out. You quit like month one because you haven't earned any money because one, you never even made a decision. And two, it's not something you're really passionate about. How are you going to keep doing something that you don't even like? 
long term. It doesn't work. So if you're going to start a business, you want to make sure it's something that you have some type of story transformation behind something that you have a passion for. Like, guys, I'm so great at this. Why? I had parents who were drug addicts. I was sexually molested. I was bullied in school. I was one of two black kids in school the entire time. Then I go to Texas when my mother gets breast cancer and uh, I'm living in, in, in the uh, dumps. Like my sister couldn't even keep the lights on. I come back. I join the military. My mother passes away. I live on my friend's couch for a bit. I go off to the military. I go to Afghanistan. I have all the life experiences that has prepared me to do what I'm doing today. So when I say start a business, my business is based on all those experiences. That's what I mean. Start a business where you know you can solve somebody's problem. Guaranteed. You, if there's anything that you guys want in your life, I'm, I'm the person that's going to show you how to get it. There's no question about it because I've already been rock bottom. Now I'm living my best life. That happens through. Three simple steps. Uh, let me keep going here. How do, did you manage feeling like you had a late start to being financially responsible? I didn't have a late start. See, that's a belief. I don't believe that. It's the story we tell ourselves. You see, it's, you're not going to do any good thinking that way. Like if I'm thinking that way, I would never move forward with my finances. I would be living in the past. That's why it doesn't that it, that's why it's not smart to think that way. Like even if you're 50 and now you're making a decision to get your money right, good for you. You still have at least 30 maybe 40 years left of your life. Why would you not do that? And again, I would rather start doing what I want to do and get the things that I want now than to never do it at all. So I don't ever look at being late for anything. Everything happens for a reason. All right, here's a good one. I pay my bills first, and then I look at what's left and try to save, but with the price of gas and food, obviously uh, it doesn't work. So listen, I'm not your financial advisor, but I will tell you this. Um, you're looking at it backwards. What you should be asking yourself first is what is the money I need to earn to live the lifestyle I want to live? Start there. And it won't matter what the gas and food is because you've already calculated for that. So everybody's trying to live a lifestyle based on their income instead of trying to raise their income to the lifestyle they want to live. There's a difference. I got another. How do you find your purpose? I think I already asked, uh, answered that question. Uh, go to my profile, watch my pen video, download the purpose finder cheat sheet, then get the ebook in the course. Do you go live daily? I've been going live daily. Yes, I have Monday through Friday. Uh, make a conscious decision. Okay, get this. No, 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 no. Make an emotional subconscious decision. 
People make conscious decisions every day. Your conscious mind is not what controls your actions. It's your subconscious mind. You subconsciously need to make this decision. The decision has to be emotional. Not intellectually, not analytically, not logically, illogical. That's how real decisions are made. I mean, I could do a whole master class on decision making. <laughs> That's a limiting belief. Nothing is saturated. There's 8 billion people on this earth. Absolutely. How do you change your poor attitude? You got to learn how to think for yourself. Get a mentor for sure. Um, and you got to start understanding what attitude is. Uh, and I don't have time to go into it right now. So uh, schedule a life audit call. We could have a conversation. Do I think billionaires should exist? Absolutely. Why not? You can't have one without the other people. If you have somebody living on the corner, you have somebody living in a mansion. It's called the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. Billionaires would not exist if there wasn't people who were poor. Poor people wouldn't exist if there wasn't people who were rich. It must happen. The universe operates by law. The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. Left, right, up, down, in, out. Rich, poor. So should billionaires exist? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, a billionaire is not the reason why I'm not going to live a happy life. That's all on me. It has nothing to do with another billionaire. But that's what people are doing. They're, they're saying that their life is the way that it is and it will never change because some billionaire is making all that money. Guys, that is the most ignorant thing you could ever say. That means you're passing off your responsibilities to somebody else. That's why you stay stuck. And ask yourself this question. What if, we, what if we're like, okay, uh, if you're a billionaire, um, you need to give all your money to the government. Really? The people who don't know how to manage money? The people who their job is a conflict of interest because they're guaranteed a retirement? I mean, come on, people. Let's really think this through. I'm grateful for, for billionaires. You know how much money billionaires donate every day? It's quite astonishing. What would you advise someone with two great business ideas? Well, which idea is more authentic for you? The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and how difficult it is in replacing you. That's the law of compensation. I appreciate you guys for watching today. I'm very grateful for you as well. Uh, we got some questions on YouTube, so let me answer them. Why or how did you start to become a coach? 
Um, I became a coach because of Bob Proctor. I became a consultant of his. At that time, I simply was just trying to fix myself and get my stuff in order. But in the process of doing that, uh, I, be I, I became a coach. Uh, what daily steps and actions were you religiously taking? Uh, gratitude every day. I thank God for everything I have every single day. I live my life from a place of gratitude and appreciation. I live my life from a place of unconditional love. I don't judge anybody. Maybe every now and then my old conditioning gets me, but I don't judge anybody. I don't judge the, the gentleman who molested me. I don't care anymore. I, I wish him the best. That's how I live my life religiously. Victim mentalities, exactly. A lot of, oh yeah, I answered that. Did you already talk about emotional re repetition? I just joined the live. Uh, emotional repetition was yesterday. Um, so no, I didn't actually bring that up today. What I did talk about though was, how are you gonna get the things that you want in your life if you don't get your money right? Like if you're struggling to pay bills, you've got to be honest with yourself and know you got to make some changes inside. You got to work with a mentor. You got to get the right information. You got to change your conditioning. That's why it's happening. And that is done through getting the right support. How do you fight feeling frozen or stuck? You got to expose yourself to new ideas. You got to get around the right people. You got to get some help. Like if you feel stuck in your life, um, step one of the, of the purpose blueprint process is, do you know what your purpose in life is? Are you living your purpose? That's why you're stuck. You see, our purpose is the GPS. It's the compass. The vision we have for our life, it's the map with all the destinations. And the goals that we're setting for ourselves is one destination at a time. This is part of the purpose blueprint process. This is why I'm telling you guys, you guys, you need to get the ebook and the course. You're stuck because one, you're not living on purpose. Two, you're not following a plan. Three, you don't have the right mindset. You you. So what do you do? That's why I created the Purpose Blueprint to help you guys. That uh, that was me. Some addictions will prevent us from decisions. Any ideas? Well, uh, change your addictions. Why don't you become addicted to living your best life? Why don't you become addicted to that? Uh, but secondly, and, and more seriously, um, there's a couple things you, you need to do. One, 
you need to work it with a professional. Uh, and two, uh, I would actually recommend that you find, um, and I'm not the only person that could teach you this. Bob Proctor could teach you as well. Um, you need to learn about the mind. The addiction you have is because there's a fixed idea in your subconscious mind. That's why it keeps happening. And I can't go into depth about that because it, it will take quite some time. But um, maybe I maybe I can help you. Maybe I can't. But you should book a life audit call. Maybe we can uh, point you in the right direction. Or maybe what I do can help you. We'll see. Because the thing about addiction, it requires the same thing as everything else. You got to make a decision. You, you got to get the right help. You got to surround yourself with the right people. But you've got to be the one that makes the committed decision. Nobody can make you do that. At my essence of being, I am a coach, teacher, mentor going into this next season of my life. I need a coach to become. Um, I love that silverback. Um, yeah, you should definitely schedule a call with me then. All right. Let's see where we're at here. How do you overcome your fear with subconscious emotions? How? Well, let's understand something. Fear is located in your subconscious mind. Did you know that? Fear is a subconscious mind emotion. Why does fear happen? Because we're ignorant. We don't know what we don't know. There's a lack of understanding. When you don't understand something, you will become scared. And that is a good thing. Why? Because if you're setting goals and it's something you've never done before, you should absolutely get scared. Yes, I did. Um, she's in here right now. Does it take money to make money? It takes a decision to make money. I know that's not the answer you're looking for. Uh, in the description of this live video, there is a link to book a call. Um, so does it take money to make money? Of course it does. I mean, you got to invest money if you want to get money back. But I think the real question is, what is it going to take for you to start earning more money in your life? It takes a decision. It doesn't necessarily take money. It doesn't. For example, you may not even need to use your money. Like we don't have the context here, right? I don't know what you're trying to do. I have a great idea for a product that could be life changing for me. Stuck with fear, though. Yeah, you didn't make a decision. You just got to decide to do it regardless. You got to make a decision to do it regardless. You are scared because you don't understand that this idea you have is on purpose. 
you don't understand that you taking action is something you've never done. So it makes sense on why you're experiencing fear. See, it's the understanding that is the key to our freedom. All right, I'm going to have to wrap up here. I have a call I have to get to. Do I still say I love you in front of the mirror? Oh, that's sometimes. I don't say it every day anymore. I don't have to because it's a permanent thing for me now. That's what I'm telling you. There's levels to this. There's certain things you got to do in the beginning that you will no longer have to do later on in your life because now they just become a part of your, your, um, your identity. Uh, you could book a call with me by going to my profile. Just tap on my avatar there at the top left corner of my face. And you might have to tap it again to actually get to the actual profile because I find that's the way TikTok Live works. And then once you are on my actual profile, you'll see the link in the uh, you'll see the link there and you can schedule a live audit call. Yeah, just schedule a call and we'll talk about how you can start doing that. Where are you reading this off of? Um, it's what I learn. It's what I understand. It's what I teach people. How do I get over a personal crisis? Find my purpose, please. I've been struggling. You got to schedule a call. Um, but whatever it is that you're experiencing won't last forever. And it's happening for you. So start looking for the good in it. Um, listen, are you going to be a robot as it pertains to going after your goals? No. Am I consistent every single day? No. Am I disciplined every single day? No. But every day I am enjoying my life. And the reason why is because I'm living on purpose. I know what my purpose in life is, and I've structured, I structured my life, my, my business, what I do every day, based on that purpose. So I generally do not have a discipline problem or a consistency problem. So I would say if you do have those issues, more than likely, the goals that you set for yourself are not really in alignment with what you love to do. And again, this is in the purpose blueprint process. All right. We are going to call it here. Again, if you guys want to talk, you can book that call. You're going to have to go to my profile to get the link. And if you're on YouTube, it's in the description below. Um, if you're ready to take the next steps for yourself, you've got to get the purpose blueprint ebook that is also in the links. Okay. This is the ebook that lays out the steps to live in your purpose in life. Clarity about what you want, mindset, which is the changes you need to make, and the actions that you should be taking to make it happen. So with that, guys, I love you. I appreciate every one of you guys. This will be uploaded to Spotify and Apple iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. And you follow me. All right.
Take care, everyone.